0: It's the Jay and Farhad show. <laughs> Still exists, I guess. I'm Jay Arrow, executive editor at CNBC. And you are? I'm Farhad Manju, technology
1: columnist at the New York Times. It, it's like a quarterly show. It's the Jay and Farhad. Quarterly. Oh,
0: that's smart. The quarterly review. That's good. Yeah. yeah. So we, and we, and when we do it on a quarterly, it's it we go for five hours now. So. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: would be like one week of the uh, John Gruber podcast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's true. They, they do tend to go a little long on that show. Um, what do you? How's it? We haven't. I don't. I don't know when the last time we did this. How does it work? You know, like podcasting software. I use um, Pocket Cast, which I think somebody bought since we last spoke. Uh, I use Pocket Casts, and uh, you get push alerts. I think you can set up to get push alerts when you have a new episode to show you like. But, you know, it just I go through new releases, so I guess it'll just show up in people's feed. Yeah, I hope um, so.
1: Unless, I mean, does some software is like, oh, you haven't downloaded this, you haven't listened to this in a while, but I don't know what happens when, and that, so it doesn't show you the new episode, but I don't know what happens uh, yeah. when like, the producer when you, you've stops.
0: you've dark, when a show's gotten dark for a while. Yeah, you know why? Um, why? Who's to say? Who's to say that podcasts should be coming out in a weekly or daily frequency? Yeah, um, no, it's, you know, it's like like TV. Yeah, billions they they do they do twelve episodes or ten episodes of billions and they're gone for months. I mean, Game of Thrones is going to be off for yeah, a year. It's the and same then it's gonna thing. Come back and be bigger, bolder, better than ever. Same thing here. Same who, thing. who do you think will do more episodes this year, us or Game of Thrones? We'll do more episodes this year. We, I guarantee you, we will do more than uh game of thrones this year
1: all right we'll try that what is it 13
0: <laughs> uh is game of thrones they're coming out next year right they're not coming out this year are they
1: oh really no why aren't they coming out this year they haven't been out this year
0: uh you can't just to create something like that you don't just create you have to have inspiration strike you have to i don't know it just takes a while to make game of thrones i guess i'm pretty sure they're they're uh, out until next year
1: all right. Well, I, I know nothing about anything that's happening in the
0: world. Oh, great! <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's it's not true. I um. So I, what have you been up? What have you been
1: up to? I don't. I don't know. Been, I was. Uh, I was off from the times I was writing a book, and um, uh, I don't want to talk about that. Um, I was also off from Twitter.
0: Why? Why don't you want to talk about that? I'm not, like, going to try and ask you some sort of super detailed, like, I'm not trying to spill corporate espionage oh, secrets. Oh, but, yeah, but about. I, it's just,
1: it's like, I don't talk about the articles when I'm writing them. It's like that.
0: I don't even know what that means. I. It's, uh, you uh... actually do. You did that once here. But, like, you just, you're saying you don't want to talk about what you've written. I'm not going to try and... Pray.
1: No, Lord, um, we know it was yeah, spoiled. Yeah, I, I just people don't want to. Like, talk, I don't need to
0: I, buy the book. I heard Farah talk about for, uh, talk about for two minutes on this podcast. So uh, why would I buy the book? That's not if, it. If it's your not book, like that. If your it's book just... can be distilled in two minutes on this podcast, I don't think people should buy it. I think that's not already, what I'm saying. You I'm just sent the signal as
1: somebody who is spending a lot of time with a certain subject, I would like this podcast to be a break from that subject so I can stop thinking about it.
0: Is that normal? I don't know any authors. Uh, I don't think I do. Is that normal that they want, don't want to talk about it? Because I could see it being the other way. It's like all yes. you're thinking about. So the, you want so to the con- first
1: thing that happens when you um, when people learn that you're writing a book is like the first thing they see, t- ask you about when they see you is how's the book going, uh-huh. um, which is fine. But then, you, is you just it, that just ends up being the only conversation you have because like you're writing the book, so you're only thinking about it, and then and then when you see somebody else, then you also have to talk about it. So you if, know, it let's just say you else.
0: saw somebody. Let's say you saw somebody, and they didn't say that. Wouldn't wouldn't you be a little offended? Wouldn't you be no. like, you'd be like, yeah. oh, they didn't even ask about this book. I'm doing? <laughs> like that. Even like even if you're like 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 they just have to do it at least at a perfunctory level. They have to ask you like, hey, well, I'm so telling people on, on this podcast,
1: say, the the millions of listeners on this podcast that if you see me
0: um I won't be offended if you don't ask. I think that this is a setup, folks. I think he will pretend to be uh upset. I think he'll be he'll quietly nurse a grudge and be like, "You know, you couldn't just ask?" I'm not going to give him a long answer. <laughs> I mean, again, just ask them. We'll move on to what like they actually want to talk about. The fact that they didn't mention I'm working on this book. Don't they know that? You know, that would be you. That is
1: so not me. I, I'm, I'm very, I'm very humble and modest. I don't, <laughs> I don't really care if you, if you.
0: I don't think you know can be humble if you call it. yourself humble, right? Isn't that like a contradiction?
1: Um. Uh, no. I, I'm. I'm extremely humble. <laughs> I'm really good at being humble. That's my thing. Mm. I'm humbled.
0: Um it's been so long since we've done this, I don't get, know why do what we people say talk they're about? humbled when they get a new job. What did you say? Like don't people say like if they get a new job or they get some sort of honorary, like some sort of like I'm humbled. Well yeah, by if this they get a job where they were like
1: appointed to a job or something, then they say they're humbled.
0: But does that make any sense? It's just polite. It's not so like so you're they're humbled actually by humbled. the job? I don't even know what does that mean. Um so what have you been up to then? So you've been just doing the book? You haven't been t- – now, did you quit Twitter or something too? Did you quit all social media or something? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I mean, and I was quit- sort of coming back. Like, do you think – let me ask you. Is this a – was it a you broke the kind of – you broke the fever of it and you'll never be back? Or do you think you'll find yourself back into – back in, in the space? How do you think you know, about it?
1: I So I thought I broke the fever of it. And I think I did. Like I don't really feel the need anymore to keep checking it all the time. But what does happen is when I do look at Twitter because something in the news happens um, and then uh, I click on a link and I like look at like when someone's like, oh, did you see what the president tweeted? Then like if Twitter is part of the news, then I look at it and then I kind of get sucked into it. So mm-hmm. like yesterday that Melania dress thing, like jacket. Uh, yes, yeah, sorry, Melania jacket. See, that's how disconnected I am. Um, so I saw uh, people talking about it in our New York Times Slack, and then, um, and then I went to Twitter, and then like it just sucked me in for like two hours. And not that story, but then I was just looking at it for a long time. So that's the hard part. Like you kind of get it's just so much part of the news it, it's sometimes hard to escape but mostly I feel like I have like I used to check it the first thing I woke up in the morning and now mm-hmm. I don't um, uh, and so I do have a lot more I feel like I have more free do you time. think
0: that that relates to the fact that you haven't had to write like a yeah no it's definitely part of it Yeah,
1: and I worry like one of the things that's ha- so and I'm writing my column again and I used to get a lot of ideas not ideas but like see news which inspired yeah. ideas from Twitter so yeah yeah um that's hard
0: yeah I, I i think that um i i do think about that from the from like so there was a story uh maybe it's alex something can't can't true oh name? yeah
1: the twitter's doing great story
0: yeah the twitter's doing great story which i was kind of like i didn't really find it satisfactory no offense to him it seems like he put uh he did what, his best what didn't you find satisfactory what does that mean it, well, I feel
1: like if he's going to be – if he listens to this, and of course he does because he's in the tech industry and everyone does. Well, uh, somebody
0: in the tech what, – what happens on, on this show and I think in general in life is what happens is it's not that he per se listens to it, but somebody listens yeah. to it and then alerts – Hey, they talked about you. <laughs> and then, yeah, there I'm was always...
1: a there was a good story about that about how uh, about people who snitch on Twitter about like what you say, what you're saying about them. That yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, which I think is fine. I think that's right. That's like the people. That's why you should always at somebody, never like criticize. Somebody you, that you are on... you're pro snitching. No, I'm uh-huh. pro. I'm pro punching people in the face. Um, <laughs> metaphor. Okay, but speaking. say
1: you don't punch people in the face. Say someone. Uh, no, but you like, know, if
0: somebody says if somebody tweets uh if somebody tweets i go to bed around 9 30 i go to bed early so if somebody at nine forty-five that i follow tweets Jay yarrow said the dumbest thing on the far you know, on his podcast and they don't include my handle and it'll just slip into the ether and i'll never know i feel like that's kind of weak i feel like that's cowardly like at me come at me hey at Jay yarrow in parentheses at Jay yarrow you're an idiot um, you know, so like, so
1: here, he, the reason why people don't do that is because, like, not you, but a lot of other people have a lot of followers. So if you at someone with a lot of followers, then the person, um, and like it's a bad person, <laughs> then the person's gonna just like, uh, see it and then retweet or quote tweet you, and then all of his followers are gonna come after you, because that's why people. Um, subtweet like they don't want to deal with the kind of fallout of like. Then don't uh, do
0: it. They have the guts. Stand up and have the guts. No, and but do it. it's
1: not about guts. It's about like the stupid toxic annoyance of Twitter, and someone's gonna like try to dox you, or someone's gonna, you know. I mean, you like I'm through. talking
0: about within reason. I'm not saying like you have to go like. You don't have There's to no like reason on Donald Twitter. Trump. This happens for the dumbest. It happens. Like, it
1: happens to like. You don't know what, what reaction your tweet is going to provoke. Like, you hey. could say, Hey, Jay Yarrow, I think you're ugly. And Jay Yarrow might have a special thing about his looks and, like, prompt some, like, 40 Like, he might try to do something to you. Who knows?
0: True. I have a, I have a, a big fan base that would strongly, strongly disagree with that and come after somebody hard for attacking <laughs> uh, my uh, oh, looks. The
1: funny part is, you're saying you have a fan base. Wow.
0: Uh, well. well. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so like, I
1: missed this show. It was. It's been. Uh, I. I think uh, we should do it more regularly.
0: Sure. Well, we just kind of stopped doing it. I mean, I've always wanted to stop doing it. <laughs> then we just stopped doing it. I didn't press the issue. So it was fine with me. I was like, "Does he?" We
1: didn't even talk about not doing it for a while, yeah. and then I was like, "I wonder if Jay um, doesn't want to do it anymore." But then I looked at your Twitter bio, which says you are the uh, host of this show. So it seemed I'm to me star. like you, you still hold I'm it star in high of this regard.
0: Show, I think Not the host. <laughs> oh, yes, right. It does it's say key you're differentiator. The star. <laughs> yes, the star of the James show is how I like to think of it.
1: I went to my parents' house last week, and I was like the IT person. I had to. Um, Get them. uh, They both had like ancient iPhones, so I handled like buying, deciding which iPhones they should get, and like transferring all their data. And um, uh, it was the
0: worst process that I. (laughs) Which was the what was like the dealing with your parents or the actual? (laughs) Um,
1: Like figuring out all their. So first of all, their phones were super old, so like they were very slow.
0: Huh. Like what, what model, like what's super old um, my to a guy like you who's always an, on the I, cutting edge. My
1: dad had an iPhone 4S, Ooh. which was, which I think was released in 2011. Uh huh. Um, and my mom had, um, a 5S I think. Yeah. 5S. Ooh. Um, and, uh, so they were very slow and then they didn't. Apple sort of backup and restore process just doesn't seem to work well on old phones. So like getting there, um, it just took forever to back up their phones. Um, like the phones were like, like my dad's phone had that old 30 pin connector and like, it, like we couldn't physically find a cord that worked well enough to like transfer all the data. But um, what, and then Wasn't
0: like, he charging it then? what Yeah, it worked well to, to charge cord.
1: it. Like it worked for charging, but it, apparently like all of the chords we have. So we had to buy a new one and it worked with like a brand new one. Uh, he doesn't then, have
0: a, and, and you can't do it through an iCloud data backup. No, it,
1: it for some reason it didn't work on iCloud. Like it went like it would, I don't want to have this whole podcast be an IT podcast, but
0: I just want to say. I don't think that, first of all, if you work in IT, I think that this is an insult. <laughs> this is an insult to someone no, who actually I, it's does. Not,
1: it's not. an insult. But people in IT aren't talking about their problems on a podcast. Like that's they don't listen to podcasts about other IT problems.
0: Maybe they do. I don't know. What do but I? this know? isn't. I, this is an insult. Isn't like I think I would think that IT is more complicated than trying to back up an iPhone. What do I know? I would think. No, I that's think IT, that's the most difficult IT, part of oh, all bet, of IT. You, you, know you have all those I IT, people, IT at your, people at your job. The
1: hardest thing they're doing is backing up iPhones. I that's bet
0: right. IT people are secretly well. I know. Well, I bet they're secretly the most disgruntled people and feel the most uh, underrepresented. What's going to happen now is anger. someone's going to someone's going to tweet, "Hey, IT people, like Farhad's talking about you on this podcast." Yes. And now I'm going to get. And, you know the, and then the IT people listen and hear me defending them, and they'll be on. My, <laughs> I'll add them to my legion of fans. Anyway, I spent. Just the constituency I picked up doing this,
1: um, doing this uh iPhone transfer thing. Oh, so the other problem was AT and T is the worst. I hope AT and T wow. wasn't considering sponsoring wow. this podcast. But um, so I needed now they, like now I they're was gonna only going to buy our
0: silence. I hope they do. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was only at my parents' house for a weekend, so I needed to like on a Friday. I needed to order uh, a couple new iPhones and get them like the next day, and um. And because I was going with some AT&T promotion or something, I couldn't go, like, go to the Apple store to get it, so I wanted it from AT&T. And they promised to deliver it the next day, and then the next day, uh, they didn't show up. And so then I called them, and I spent a lot of time on hold with them, and they were like, oh, yeah, the warehouse didn't get that order. It'll come next week, um, which is just the worst And then they were like, okay, we figured it out. Maybe you can go to the Apple Store to get it. So then I went to the Apple Store, and the people at the Apple Store were the most amazing customer service people I've ever dealt with. Um, So that was the only bright spot. This woman at the Apple Store, um, like – so I wasn't – I'm not, like, on my parents' cell phone account, and they didn't come with me. And so they needed to come with me for some reason uh, for, like, some ID check. Um, but then she asked her manager for some, like, special waiver, and she had me sign this form, and, like, it, uh, I got this waiver to do it. And then she was super nice about explaining, like – uh, the transfer process it was just like a very very stark difference between how apple treated me and how
0: at&t treated me so it was one of these things you opened your wallet and then you pretended to accidentally drop your new york times business card oh, so <laughs> it was not was, nobody knew that i uh, oh gosh i'm so times. sorry I, sorry I, <laughs> I dropped that yeah no i didn't mean to uh that oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's right new york times now, what do i do Oh, only write a prominent technology column. Oh, what? You no, know, you know, I've met Tim Cook. I could probably call him anytime I want. Yes, but no, don't worry about any of that. No, that's not what I'm here to talk about. That's not, no, yeah, yeah, no, 100,000 followers on Twitter. Yeah, no, no that's, but that's not what I'm here. That, I, I appreciate you saying all that. That's not what I'm, oh, VIP section? I didn't know they had that. Right.
1: Yeah, so that's not, how, no, I'm pretty sure they did not know where I worked or know anything about me. They were just super, super nice. Sure. Nobody looking uh, at you or talking to you would think you uh, have any power. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so, AT and T was bad. A- Apple was great. Um, what other company did I deal with? Um, so anyway, did you? So you got what kind of phones did they get? I got my. So my dad got. He really liked the small screen of the. Um, Six, well, of the four well, S that he had, but they don't make uh-huh. that anymore. So then he oh, got the, the five, or like it's not the five; it's called the SE now. It's yeah. So it has like the fast processor, but it's just small. Yeah. Um, and it's great. I loved it too. I loved holding that small phone. Yeah tiny um, little phone. It's fun. Yeah. And uh, my mom got um an iPhone eight. Not no X's. No X no. phones, huh? No, I. I Do have. The, they don't
0: call it the X phone. Isn't that a huge mistake? It should be the X. It's such a cool name, the iPhone X, the X-Phone. Yeah. What are you going to do next year, the 11? X-Phone, man. And Then you have your name forever. The X-Phone is the I, best that one. That is a good
1: question. Are they going to call it – what are they going to call it, 11? That's so weird. It's going to be – because X sounds so better than so much yeah. better than 11. And are they going to go Super Bowl style like XI
0: and suddenly it's all Roman numerals? Yeah, that I'll, would be I, – I hope – it. I mean they're not going to do that. Yeah, just go with X-Phone. It's such a great name. You have the iPhone X, which is your coolest one. And then you have the iPhone, which is your regular one. X phone. Oh, you don't have an X? Sad. Um, <laughs> so I have an X. I think it's pretty good.
1: I like it. Um, yeah, but I, I feel like the face thing just needs a little bit of. Really,
0: the face thing works well for me. The only, you know, I I recently switched. Uh, I got some contacts and got some. Uh, uh, polarized sunglasses and sometimes that doesn't work. But for the most part, the face thing works so well that it's like unremarkable. Like it works just so well that you don't even think about it. So you wear, wait, you wear contacts? I wear uh, regular glasses uh, Monday through Friday and then on the weekends because uh, I'm I'm in and out. Boom, boom, boom. Outside, inside, <laughs> inside, outside. Ooh, oof. I got a... Uh, where contacts I can put on right glasses. so do you,
1: so I do too and I feel like it always has trouble when I switch between the two basically when i when I take um the glasses off and put contacts in like the first three times after that it'll not recognize me essentially every day. Um, and then there's often times where I'm like in a weird position or something like I'm looking at it in, the, in in bed and it won't recognize me. it's um so I find myself typing in the passcode like way more than I thought I would. Um, probably at least once a day.
0: The one thing that I find, <laughs> I love that we're doing this like iPhone X review a year later. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the one thing I'll say that I miss on the thumbprint is I will want to unlock my phone while looking elsewhere. Like I mm-hmm. will, like you know, you can at this point in your life you can start doing certain things on the phone without looking at it. So you will be looking at TV or looking at your like at my laptop or whatever and wanting to unlock the phone. Um, so that I can start the process, and I have to like look at the phone to get it unlocked. Uh, it's just a small, that's the smallest gripe. But I think it's great. I think it's a good phone, solid. We didn't. I, I didn't want, like. I started to say I didn't agree with this article on Twitter. By the way, and we moved away from that. All I wanted to say was, like the stuff. I think he had like a, like they rethought product. Um, you know, is product different on Twitter today than it was two, three, four years ago? Yes. Is it significantly different? I don't really think so. You, I think there's...
1: you don't under you don't realize how significantly different it is because you cause the changes happen so. Yeah, like two hundred and eighty characters versus one hundred forty. Two eighty no, the biggest change is the algorithm. When you go on Twitter after if if you're if you're a irregular user of Twitter, if you're um like I used to be a minute by minute user of Twitter and then I became like a once a day or several times a day look um i look at it and if you change that all you see are tweets from the algorithm like the all you see when you log on to twitter are like tweets from the last day and a half and they're all out of order and it's just a super different experience and i suspect that's the experience that most users are getting because most people weren't crazy and weren't using it all the time and so but, this, if you're... So that,
0: but that runs counter to his other argument about why it's doing well is that they leaned really hard into news i feel like no it is it... news they're all news tweets so the other thing you don't notice is like
1: um when when people tweet like funny things when people tweet like off news off news um i mean things that aren't about the news uh like like my my dumb tweets don't get into the algorithm I feel like my if you tweet about news, if you tweet about subjects that like,
0: are you indicating the, that there are tweets that you do that aren't dumb?
1: <laughs> like, um,
0: you know, like the
1: old tweets about you know, uh, kind of joke about Twitter when it first came out about people tweeting about their breakfast. I think that was a great Twitter. Like that was the, <laughs> that was the Twitter that I loved. You know,
0: well, I just think my take. There's an extent to which like, they've. They've beaten really lowered expectations. All tech stocks have like raced to the moon, and I think that the fact that Trump like dictates all American, you know, governmental policy on Twitter, uh, and it's a place you have to be. I think those are all things that factor into it much more so than like the live video stuff, which I'm not so sure no, but about. But I think and... he says
1: in an article that a bunch of it is like luck. It's about yeah. it's about um, you know the news environment. Right? So yeah. I think he allows for that. Yeah. Okay. So I do I'm think wrong. Twitter's I do think Twitter's product changes over the last couple of years have been huge, and they haven't been apparent to most of the people who um, use it to people who use it the most because because um, it just was like a frog boiling in water situation where it gets like. Well, I,
0: I would argue that your first point that because if you're a power user, you're constantly refreshing, and you're still largely in the chronological feed environment, but. Um, and if you're an infrequent user you get to algo but I wonder what the engagement if they've seen an engagement uh, tick in the infrequent user if that's helped or what uh, how that kind of works and how much is yeah I right? mean we
1: don't know the breakdown I don't know I, I don't yeah. know why they're doing better uh, really <laughs> it's not like it's I follow their earnings to, it also
0: gets to the like you know I think the, the psychology of a, a rising stock and the stock doing really well and how that shifts the perception of the company even if like they haven't, they're not, it's not like they're growing, you know, the, at a crazy rate or anything. And, and so for Snap, it's like Snap, if it were private, if Snap were private and you didn't see the stock crater, there'd probably be a huge shift in perception around Snap versus where it is as a public company and seeing the stock down. So, yeah. Um, um, what was I going to talk about? I don't remember. Whatever. Anyway, We're going to talk about,
1: uh, okay, so we talked about Twitter. Well, What else is there?
0: Just hitting all the classics, Tesla.
1: Uh, oh, there's so much with Tesla. Yeah, you know I went to. Um, so there's Model Threes all around now. They're they're yeah, like all. Them.
0: There's actually somebody. Uh, so uh, here at CNBC, they put in charging. They put in on charging stations, which is very nice. Mm-hmm. And in the parking lot, and somebody here owns a Model Three. So yeah, I've seen them around.
1: Yeah, so I've seen them all around, but I hadn't gone into one. Um, until last week, where I, when I went to the mall and they had one at the Tesla store, um, and so I just went into one at the Tesla store, and I did not like it. Um, I mean, it was it just looked like it's crazy. I guess it this is what out, you totally right? you totally expect, but it looked like a. Um, like a like a VW Jetta inside, like, it looked like it looked like a normal car, um, other than this screen. Like it did not fe- have a luxurious feel, is what I mean. Which you expect because it's um the sort of mass market model from Tesla. But it's also like if you buy one, it's going to be fifty to sixty thousand dollars. So it's not like a cheap car. Um, at the the models they're selling now. Um, and it didn't feel like a very expensive car on the inside. Um, also it's just totally, I, I don't, is this true on the model S on the, on the model three? Like there's no, there are almost no buttons. Um, even for like the mirrors, like it's just weird that you have to put all of your commands through the screen. It seems very annoying to me.
0: I think that that's, I think that's unique to the model three, but they've stripped all that stuff out. Um, so I think that, that that's, yeah.
1: I, I feel like that would be very annoying in a car. I mean, I haven't driven it. I haven't done anything with it. So maybe i change my mind. And like Tesla does say that their, uh, their SAT numbers on the 3 are like 97% or something. Like people love it after they get it. But I wonder if that's a little bit of like I waited like three years for this car. Yeah,
0: there's so. like a – like all these are being delivered to the – True yeah. believers, early right. adopters and all that kind of stuff. So it's hard to know. It's a weird it's you know, there's that real um cult around that company and particularly for its owners. And I would yeah. imagine mm-hmm. in the early stages of the model three ownership that there's Don't you be think that. it'd
1: be annoying to have no buttons in your car? I use buttons all like when you're driving, you need um you need physical buttons for Is there like, stuff
0: on the steering wheel?
1: Yeah, so but the steer- but it's stuff to navigate at the screen like the buttons on the steering wheel is like a little ball um that you pr- that you hit to tap uh like whatever's selected on the screen. So it's kind of yeah. like a track trackball or something. I so don't know.
0: It, I mean like I'm used to not like the you know with the the model X and S they have that just big screen that you're pressing so I don't know what buttons I don't know what buttons uh are missing or what you need to press at on, this point. On like normal
1: cars there's like buttons for like radio (laughs) there's like knobs there's i love knobs i love like turning something (laughs) to have the volume go up i love on my steering wheel on my chevy volt i have buttons for turning up um like uh slightly up or slightly down cruise control which i use all the time um uh changing um like next track previous track pause play um holding down the button to get Siri for CarPlay. Like all those things are great. Like I never have to leave look elsewhere and I know exactly what they do. There's also a knob uh for turning up and turning down the fan, which is also you can um you know do it without looking. Um I think we use too many screens in modern life
0: and like tech companies just sort of oh, like lazily rely on screens. This is what I was going to say. Uh, now I remember what I wanted to say. Uh speaking of modern life. Yes. You know, I've been thinking about you know it's one of the things that was in that Twitter article was like oh it's less toxic and then just to you know a few minutes ago you said it's not less toxic. Yeah. I've been thinking about uh, society, man. And one thing I, do you I think it was a, you know Bill Cosby, RIP. But Bill Cosby had a uh, had He's a joke dead. I think oh well it kind of is to society at this point. But Bill Cosby had this joke I think it was him oh a while ago like this is eighties or seventies where it's like talks about like people who did cocaine. I was like LSD. It, I thought it was LSD. Was it LSD? And it's like it just it, it like puts your personality and really like uh, amps up your personality. Yeah. And his view is like, Well what if your personality is you're an asshole? Yeah. Um, I feel like
1: you've mentioned this joke before. Yes. Oh, okay. this,
0: have I done this before? That's what I just still think social media is. That's what yeah. I just think all of social media is at this point. That it's yeah, like, it amplifies the asshole. Yeah, it's just like everyone. Everyone had these opinions, and they mostly like were kind of kept to themselves, or they were more easily ignored. And now it's just like every opinion needs to be so loud and so amplified, and it just makes the whole world seem so much angrier and more toxic than it needs to be. And it's like let's just all calm down. Everybody, just go back to talking about your your breakfast. Okay? Wait, that's what
1: I was saying. Yeah. So exactly. when you so when you um, log on to Twitter as an infrequent user. You just get the toxic take, like you get the hot takes. You get all the stuff that they put in their um, moments, which I guess they don't have anymore. <laughs> They're redesigning, but the stuff, the, the the tweets that you see on Twitter that are like super viral, which is a new phenomenon, like tweets that yeah. get like a hundred thousand so or more. Yeah, those are. Um, they're getting huge play because they're also in moments and stuff, and they're in, they're highlighted in the algorithm like uh, to to a great degree, and so that's why like they just made the whole thing much more viral, and so they encourage people to you know take have more hot takes. Um, I feel like the algorithm has made it more toxic, and that's why they've done better as a business. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so
0: the more toxic, the more anger, yeah. the more viral. Uh tweets uh, i'm I'm, like working on this huge
1: it's not huge because i haven't written a word of it but (laughs) like in my head for like the whole time for like the whole time i was on book leave i was thinking about this article on twitter that i'm about twitter that i'm gonna write about how um how terrible it is i feel like a million people have written this article but i need some new way to write about how terrible i think twitter is to to society
0: uh, well, wow. Twitter PR is going to love
1: that. <laughs> yeah, no. So here's the thing. It's it's it, I it, I feel bad about it because I know people who work at Twitter. I w- have been a long fan of of the app, um, but I, I do think that it is. Like with the – it may be beyond what the people at Twitter are, are – I mean they're not exactly to blame here. But like the way that – Well, there's only so much they can do. Yeah. The it, way that the user, media – is user-generated and, and, content. There's only so much you can control. Exactly, right. And so the way that the audience and like politicians and the media have uh, – are using Twitter and like have made Twitter sort of the central part of like every news story – like it's bad and it's perhaps not I mean it's not like exactly in their control in the people in like Jack Dorsey's control like some of it is obviously but uh, the kind of toxicity is is built into the culture now and like Twitter is sort of the the way that it gets out um but yeah I, I know Just I can't
0: tell is it like how much of it is like one of these things where the platform and the way people engage on it has changed or how much is it I've just gotten older and more burnt out and I've changed. Yeah. Like I'm trying to figure out like if you were to give me, you know, and I think somebody, somebody created this like a, like you can look back at your feed like eight years ago or something like that. Yeah, that you'd was see great. Exactly, and you see what it was like and how different it was. So it's hard to know like, okay, if I looked at t- like my Twitter feed three years ago uh, through today's eyes and would it look, would it feel different or how would it feel? But it does feel like everyone's, um, Sort of edgier and more and it's a little bit wear. It's it's just like okay, enough. We got to. Did you um? Did you
1: look at your eight years ago feed? I did.
0: It it didn't. I don't think it fully worked for me because it was not very many people. Like I know people who were tweeting or like or publications that were tweeting and they weren't showing up Uh, in there. So I'm not sure. No,
1: I mean the the tweet like your own tweets from eight years ago.
0: Oh God. i if I look
1: at my tweets from two days ago, I'm like, "What am I doing?" It, someone, someone uh, was using that um, that eight years ago feed and like saw one of my tweets from eight years ago. I think it was um, Katie Natopoulos uh, pointed out on Twitter that like in her feed it showed that I was recommending the redesign of Hotmail. Um, <laughs> I read might... <laughs> an article in Slate saying like the new Hotmail is great. Um, so there you that go. Was, that was my eight years ago prediction. Watch out. Watch out, Gmail. Hotmail's coming for you. <laughs>
0: well, you, you know, you're in the takes business, and they're not always, you know, you're not always going a bad thousand in the takes business. Exactly. Well, that's fine. You, you know, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, is what I've always said. Um, have we run our course here?
1: Sure. Let's make this a 34-minute a week
0: uh, or sure. time. Sure. Perfect timing. Yeah. perfect amount of time we, we didn't even talk about anything so um but we'll figure it out we're back we're back we'll, we'll chat all right all right it's good talking to you again buddy yeah talk to you next
1: time yeah.